Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. All right, ladies, we are back with Finding the $50,000 Hiding in Plain Sight in Your Business, Part 2. If you haven't listened to Part 1 of this series of episodes, go back and listen to it. It was from last week. It's Episode 024. If you want to start right here, right now, then the basic idea is that we are going through 10 different places that I'm able to find at least $50,000 hiding in plain sight in your business. And in the first five alone, there was $35,000 on up to 120K, right? There's some variability, but we're at a minimum of 35. So we're going to pick up right where we left off with number six. Opportunities are flying past you unnoticed and unseen. There's definitely the work that we have to do. And a lot of us get caught up in productive, busy work, right? It feels so good to be updating your website. It feels so good to get that newsletter out. It feels so good to do your social media content calendar for the next four months. And yes, some of these things need to happen. And somewhere in there, there's a fine line between getting your website updated so that it's accurate and reflects who you are and what you're doing and hiding behind your computer screen because it feels safe and comfortable and it quote unquote feels like you're being productive. If your head is down, buried in busy, 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 you're at risk of letting really nice, big, juicy opportunities just fly right on past you, totally unnoticed and totally unseen. Okay, number seven. This one's kind of painful. (laughs) It's hard to be like, number seven. Because this one, it does hurt. This one stings, right? Wasting money on bad hires, marketing that yields no results, and contractors whose service just didn't make the grade. I don't know anybody for whom this hasn't happened. So know that this is just a part of being in business. And these are the mistakes that I try and help my clients avoid. Because I've made them and I can see them coming a mile away. In particular, when someone else is doing it. So let's go through these. Hiring the wrong person doesn't mean a bad person. It just means the wrong person for the job. 
right? Between the time you spend posting the job, spreading word about the opening, interviewing candidates, second round interviews, maybe third round interviews, hiring them and that paperwork, training them, getting them up to speed. And after six, 12, 26 weeks, you're like, this is just not working. There can be a big range here, right? So let's do a conservative case and we'll do a mid-size case. So say you hire an entry-level person at say 15 bucks an hour and they work half-time, so 20 hours a week, and you hire them for six weeks before realizing it doesn't work. That is 1800 bucks, okay? Not a ton, but certainly not jump change. Let's do the mid-level case, 25 bucks an hour, full-time for six months. That's $26,000 in their wages alone, right? That doesn't include your share of employer taxes, right? And that doesn't include all the time that you spent putting together the job description, advertising for the post, interviewing, and so on. So add those costs on top of the lost wages. And now you need to cut your losses, move forward, and find someone who fits better. It's also a killer on your own energy and morale. It is so hard to carry an employee who just isn't the right fit. Okay, subcontractors of all stripes. There are talented people across the spectrum, across all professions, and there are medium talented people across the spectrum, across professions. And there are at least two things in play here. One of them is the risk of hiring somebody who's kind of mediocre. And the other one is simply that the person you find isn't a great match for what you need. So when you go to hire a subcontractor for anything, I want you to clearly know what your problem is. I want you to know what a great outcome is that you're looking for. And then I want you to find a subcontractor who has solved that same problem for somebody else and gotten the outcome that you're looking for. Please don't just go to the first subcontractor that comes across your radar screen. And that's anything from a coach to a social media marketer, to a copywriter, to a graphic designer, to a bookkeeper, and on down the line. Make sure you check your references. There are great people doing great work in all fields. And I want to make sure that you find that great person who knows how to solve the problem that you have. And I've seen my clients spend money moving a bit too quickly in this area and not thoroughly vetting the person that they're thinking about hiring or not thoroughly thinking through the problem they have and what a good solution looks like or jumping to the first person who comes across their radar and not looking for a really solid option. So hiring a subcontractor who just isn't the right fit for you could be anywhere between one and $10,000 easy. Okay, number eight, a few select clients who are lovely people, but as clients, they are energy drags and time sucks. You know who they are, and they're probably around because at the outset, you didn't set clear boundaries. So they transgressed your unclear boundary and you let them. And now you've entered into this dynamic that you are both dancing in, right? It takes two people to tango. You've got to have one to lead, one to follow, and you're still into the dance. And you just don't see a way to pull yourself out of it because often it involves uncomfortable conversations and creating clear boundaries where someone else was quite happy, thank you very much, to have an unclear boundary. So if this is you at one meeting a week at a hundred bucks a session, that's five grand a year. All right, number nine, underestimating RFPs. If you have potential clients who ask you to submit proposals for work, you could be leaving anywhere from $1,000 to $20,000 or more on the table every time you submit a proposal. What I see happening sometimes with my clients, and they'll send me their proposals that they're going to send out and they'll ask me to kind of look over them before they send them out. What I see happening is that they really want the project and they fear that they're not going to get it. 
And so what they do is, in their own mind at least, try and increase the chance of them getting it by reducing their price. I had one client send me her proposal in advance to have a look over, and I asked her some questions about it, the nature of the work, the scope of the work, how much time it would take, how long she'd work on the project for. And after thoroughly thinking through everything that this project was going to entail, she added $18,000 to the proposal. And guess what? She got the gig. I had another one. This was a client on a smaller scale sent me one like Thursday at seven o'clock at night and was like, help, help. Can you look over this? And I was, you know, happy, happy, happy to look over it. And I looked it over and I said, walk me through the math. And she said, what math? And I said, how did you get to this number? And she said, I don't know. I just ballparked it. And I was like, okay, wait, (laughs) let's not ballpark this. Let's walk through this. So we jumped on Voxer and we walked through it and she ended up bumping up the estimate by 1500 bucks and got the gig. And it only took us like 20, 30 minutes to work it all out. Don't underestimate the value of what you offer in your RFPs. The client isn't always going on price, right? They want what they want and they want to work with somebody who's going to get it done. Price is only one factor. And it may help you to have somebody else who's not emotionally attached to your RFP, have them look it over and see if the numbers make sense. Because I want you getting gigs for which you are well compensated and compensated what you are worth. Okay, so that's nine. Now here's the bonus for people who bill insurance, like psychologists, naturopaths, PTs, LMTs, chiropractors, psychiatrists, and so on. Billing insurance is a drag, right? Like it's just bureaucracy and paperwork and it's easy to get tangled in loathing the insurance industry. It is an emotional energy suck, right? But not billing for patient visits, not following up with incorrectly billed or incorrectly paid visits and leaving things to sit is costing you a pile of money. If you have one patient's claim a week that is under by 50 bucks, that's 2,500 bucks a year. The extra bonus here is when was the last time you checked the insurance reimbursement schedules to see if what you're billing lines up with what they pay? Because you could be leaving that much and more on the table. Let's just say that you could be submitting for $15 more per session. At 20 sessions a week, that's 15 grand a year. Okay, so that's awesome, right? And did you guys hear the giant lie that I just told in there? It sounded like billing insurance is a drag. It's bureaucracy, it's paperwork, and the energy and the loathing. (laughs) That's a giant mindset trap, right? So unintentional thoughts lead to unintentional feelings. That's from episode 22. So we need to replace this unintentional thought of billing insurance is a drag and the energy that comes along with it, the loathing and the energy suck, and replace it with an intentional thought. For example, insurance allows some patients who might otherwise choose not to see me to come and see me. And then I get to get paid. Thank you, insurance, right? And then you can shift into gratitude for insurance, for allowing people to come and see you and for allowing income to be generated. Catching these small phrases and shifting from a mentality and an energy that is in your way and is like a dragging kind of energy and shifting it to a positive energy just by changing your thoughts is super important. So I wanted to throw that correction in there and not let that lie that billing insurance is a drag stand as true. Okay, now back to what I was saying. So there you have it. Let's add them up. That's nine ways plus the bonus that $50,000 is hiding in plain sight in your business. So let's add it all up so that you're convinced. 
Ready? Friends and family discounts is five grand a year. Late cancellations is another five grand a year. Doing your work without getting paid, five grand a year. Prices not current and don't reflect your value, $15,000 a year. Three months behind on invoices, five grand a year. Opportunities flying past you unnoticed and unseen. Could be infinite, starts at $10,000 a year. Wasting money on bad hires and subcontractors whose work yields no results, easy five grand a year. A select few clients who are lovely people, but energy drains, five grand a year. Underestimating RFPs, one to $20,000 per RFP. Bonus, not billing for patient visits, six grand a year. Add it all up, $56,000 a year. And that's just the low hanging fruit. It could easily go up to $75,000, $200,000 a year in value left on the table, hiding in plain sight in your business. Are you doing all of these things? Probably not. Are you doing some of these things? Probably. Most of my clients are, and they are smart people. It's just really hard to see it when you're emotionally tied to the numbers in your business and you're emotionally tied to the people whom you serve. It makes being objective about these things, plus the work associated with shifting in a way that's healthier for you and frankly, healthier for everybody, right? You having clear boundaries is great modeling. The entire world would be a better place if we all had clear boundaries that we stuck to, right? But it's difficult when it's your own. We get emotionally tugged. So chances are good you're doing a couple of these things in your business. No problem. Don't use it as a reason to be hard on yourself. It's okay. Just work on picking the one that's going to have the biggest bang for your buck and laying out a plan to rein it in. And of course, if you don't think you can do it on your own, call me because I would love to help you. Seriously, not only would I love to help you, I would love to make it worth your while so that it pays for itself, right? That's the whole idea. The work you do with me pays for itself, not just now in the time that we work together, but for the years that come, right? You continue to recoup the benefit. Working with me has compound benefit just like compound interest. And if you're stuck and wrapped up around making more money is bad or feeling guilty around making more money or who am I to make more money or any other number of stories, right? If you have beliefs that somehow making money is bad or evil, it's like a snowplow pushing a giant pile of snow down the street. It's just harder. It's harder when you have beliefs that making good money is bad, wrong, or evil. And what I want to remind you of is that as women, when we make money, we do awesome things with it, right? We invest in our families. We take care of people. We do good things with money. Think of all the good you could and would do with more money. Think of the reach that you would have with more money. Think of how much more good you could do in the world with more money. So if you have money guilt, get that out of your way. I know that you will do loads of good with more money. Okay, I think you get the idea. Now, if you want to grab the free PDF that comes with this episode, as well as with part one, to help you look for all the places in your business that money is hiding in plain sight, head on over to my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com, and you can download the free PDF there. All right, ladies, if you found this episode helpful and you know someone else who it might help, will you please share it with them? They win because they find ways to get more money back in their business. I win because my number of listeners grow. And you win because anytime you share something of value, it makes you look good. So when you share an episode, we all win. If you're in the Apple Podcast app, go to the lower right corner, press the little three dot ellipse, and that's where the share icon is. If you use this episode to get five or $10,000 back in your business, I wanna know about it. I love hearing from you, so send me an email. Geraldine at shethinksbigpodcast.com. Okay, here comes the outro. I will see you next week. 
If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. You can write to me at Geraldine at SheThinksBigPodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.